Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you all to uh, the next episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 7.1. And uh, tonight I have with me Matt. Hello. And uh, we are continuing our trek through Okami. The uh, PlayStation 2, Wii, and newly released high-definition PlayStation 3 game. Uh, we're both playing on the PS3. And uh, from where we left off, we were uh, taking Amy and Issen to uh, the Agatha Forest. Agatha. Agatha. Agatha Forest. Okay. The Agatha Forest. Uh, we just learned the ability to um, create lily pads on the water. So that allowed us to uh, pass through this little tunnel that was obviously flooded and uh, go to the forest. And um, we entered the forest, and uh, oh well, lo and behold, it is cursed. Yeah, it's cursed, <laughs> just like everything else in the game. So uh, the first thing, well, first order of business, is to lift that curse so we can actually walk around this place. And the the thing that got me was I I didn't really know where to go, um, because we usually have to look for a bloom, you know, or a a, a, a tree to bloom. Yeah, they got you pretty restricted here. There's not too many places you can go. Yeah, and uh, you you go into this little cave area, and um, the cave area has a uh, a house in it with an old woman living there, who is a fortune teller, and uh, she can tell your fortunes. Seems uh, to be a lot of those in this game. Yeah, um, th- she basically serves as maybe I guess kind of like a hint. System. Yeah, basically. Um, she tells you your fortune. You have to pay for this. Um, not much, but you have to pay for it. And um, she will t- give you kind of small hints of where you need to go. I see this in your future, which that's where you need to go. So um, you uh, have to go to a cave that's um, kind of like in, it's kind of masked by a waterfall. And there's also, they, they talk about that little, you can walk along the edge. Yeah. But that ledge is so narrow. I yeah. have no idea if you're actually meant to walk along it or if you're supposed to hop out on those. But I don't think at this point you can hop out onto those little tiny islands, can you? No. Those okay, are, so you have uh, to. Okay. yeah, those are corrupted. Yeah. Um, so you have to go up in this cave and you find the, the cherry uh, blossom. Uh, the, the tree and um, you bloom it and uh, you finish you know you, you clear out the, uh, the the curse of the area not all of it because you still got to go through the gates and things like that but uh, doing so um, that, you, you know that that seems really odd to me how quickly you get to like so this seems to be a, a pretty big new area the Agata forest yeah and then you get there, and there's not really a, a puzzle, per se, before you've fixed everything. That's true. I, I, I kind of thought that seems like it's... Because that blooming that uh, sapling is what cures maybe 80% of the land. Yeah. But it's like a non-event, basically. I, I kind of feel like you should build up to that. Yeah. It feels like you've you know, when you when you clear an area, 
it feels like you should have like done some kind of like a small dungeon or a puzzle or beat a boss or something like that. And yeah, you, instead you, you don't. get to the area, automatically heal everything, and then just spend your time cleaning up the little tiny areas that are left. Yeah. Sort of, sort of anticlimactic. Yeah, and I think that you don't really have to clear out those other areas. Those are mainly just to get praise. Yeah, I think so. So, um, when doing this, you were able to go on these little islands. Everything's basically surrounded by this big lake. And on these islands, you, um, you run into uh, a very strange character by the name of Waka. Waka. Um, at first, I thought it was a woman. But it's, yeah, I wasn't sure. I'm still not sure. Was that hair or ears? It's, kind of, it's just his hair, right? I think it's just the hair, but it's also wings. Or he wears, yeah. or wears a hat that can make him fly. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. I don't know. He has control over it. Maybe it's a sentient being. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, Waka is a very strange character. Um, and it's the first character in the game that you run into... That can see Amaterasu for who she really is. Is a god. Because see, people look at you and you're just a wolf to them. Yeah, just a white wolf. But uh, Waka can see the uh, emblems on your body as well as like the little decorations, I guess, of the godhood. (laughs) And... uh, I don't know if knows who you are or just sees you as a powerful being. But, um, challenge. You think he wouldn't be quite such a douche if he knew who you were. This is true. Um, and he likes to speak, uh, uh, French words. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You can't make this shit up. Yeah, and there's a lot of quirkiness in this game. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've I've noticed is that this game is cute. I said that in air quotes because yeah. I, I don't like using that word, but that, that's the only that's the only way I can describe it. It's it's a cute game. You know, it's it's very lighthearted and never really tries to take itself too seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we run into a uh, Waka, who um obviously knows something's up with this wolf. And challenges it to a uh, to a fight. Um, interesting to to note that um, apparently Waka is from Star Wars because he carries around a uh, lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> um, you fight him, and obviously you win. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've played through, I guess, probably around halfway through this game, and I have yet to run into a fight that. That is cha- is very challenging. Yeah, it's a very easy game. Um, which I mean, I, that's refreshing at times. Yeah, I I I did have to use a life bone or whatever you call it, the bone s, whatever it is, the item in this game that fills up three of your health units. Uh-huh. Uh huh. On the very last fight that we'll probably talk about today. Okay. But that's the only one. Every other one's been pretty easy. Yeah. So a fight Waka backs off and he he uh tell gives us a little more um 
insight to what's going on. Uh, basically, Orochi um, is not necessarily planning something, but obviously something bad is going to happen. And um, seems like he wants to stop it, but we're not too sure. Issen doesn't trust him at all. And uh, he, he runs off. And so we're back to exploring and, and trying to, uh, to clear the land. At this point, I don't think we have a direct goal, do we? Uh, just no, clear. I don't think so. It's just investigate the forest. And we, um, we run into a couple of things. Um, I didn't know about this, but I, I know I ran into, um, the, the little boy. Who, yeah, he's, he's, uh, fishing. We don't really yep. know why he's fishing with a fishing pole that doesn't have a line. So, um, we're trying to get into a, uh, a shrine. Is it, what, what was the name of that shrine? The, uh, the, the Suta ruins. The ruins. There we go. Yeah. His, uh, he, uh, went exploring with his dog and, um, got attacked by something and he ran away and, uh, the dog got left behind. And uh, unfortunately, he's very sad about this because the door locked behind him and he dropped the key <laughs> in the lake. Butterfingers. But, yeah, but it's not just any lake. It's a bottomless lake, they call it, because you can't see the bottom of the lake. Um, but he, he believes that a, uh, a fish might have ate it, the key. Um, so it's a legendary fish he keeps talking about. That um, nobody's ever been able to catch. But he doesn't have any line. So we had to pull out a brush. And make a line. Yeah. Riveting stuff. Yeah. To go, <laughs> to go, to go fishing. Um, I found out pl playing this game. That apparently I really suck at drawing. <laughs> or this game is very fidgety. When it comes to drawing. I think I've gotten better at it though. I have gotten better at it, but my bombs actually look like bombs. Yeah, the 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 unfortunate thing is, and we'll get into it a little bit later on. You get these quick time events that you have to do. Oh, with Sosano. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had to do one with uh, the old man when he was dancing. Yeah. And I messed up so many times there. <laughs> I seem to mess up in all these quick time events, including the fishing part. Because apparently... That's a weird fishing game. Yeah. he. So what happens is he throws the line out. Or you, or basically you draw a line from the pole to a fish that you can see in the water. The fish grabs him. And you have to pull on the rod. Now, I will say that this fishing is a lot easier than near. Because I can actually do this one. I thought this one was way harder than near. <laughs> I'm sure Justin would disagree with you. <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, so we uh he's pulling on the line, you gotta pull the line up and uh there's to a point where you had to hit a button, he pulls the fish up into the air and it kinda does a little slow mo thing and you have to slash the fish. 
And for some reason, it has to be in a particular spot. Because I missed so many times. And every time I missed, Issa had to say, hey, what are you doing, you idiot? You know, I'm just like, my God. So finally, we, we catch a couple of fish. I think I may have caught a lobster or something, too. A crayfish? Yeah. yeah. And um, finally, we get the fish that we need. And uh, sure enough, there's the key. We get the key, or unfortunately, no, we steal the key from the kid. Because <laughs> he comes running after us. We use the key, and we go inside the ruins. Go inside the ruins because there's something there. Maybe that maybe just Isson thought, hey, there's a constellation in there or something like that. Because at this point, I don't think Isson was really worried about the dog that had been left behind. Right. You know, he was just like, yeah, we'll get the dog if we run into him. Kind of thing. So we go into this dungeon here, and I would I, I'd want to say this is probably the first actual dungeon that we've been in the game. This is the first uh, a, a dungeony dungeon. Yeah, this is the first. Okay, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. This is the first Legend of Zelda dungeon in the game. Uh. As in, you will probably spend an hour to two hours running around this area, solving certain puzzles, and opening up new areas that you couldn't get to originally. All within this dungeon. Yes. That's basically how a Legend of Zelda game works. Go into a dungeon, you can't access some areas, you find something in the dungeon that will allow you to access areas, and then you go to those areas. Fight a boss, leave the dungeon. So, um, sticking to the Legend of Zelda formula, go into the dungeon and you notice that it's multiple layers. There's the first floor, then the second floor, and then the third floor. You know, it's, it's, it's a very vertical uh, uh, area. And... I think it does an okay job of, of kind of funneling you and where you need to go. Yeah, I, I thought this dungeon was fairly well designed. I enjoyed progressing through it. Yeah, I never I never got lost. Yeah, again, it wasn't real hard. No, but there was... I mean, this, this dungeon kind of kept going, it seemed like. You know, because... Yeah. We, 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 we do certain things, you know, there's corruption in the water, so we can't go into the water. We can't even use our lily pads. So we have to go around it, and you go into a few different corridors. Eventually, you get a constellation that allows you to draw a line from a floating flower to Amaterasu. I guess is that how you pronounce it, Amaterasu? Uh, yeah, I think it's Amaterasu. Amaterasu, and uh, it kind of like bungee cords you up to the flower, so you can reach higher spots faster. So, um, that that in and of itself. So it, it seems like you're going through corridors that always end up taking you back to that starting area, the entrance basically. Yeah. You kind of crisscross it. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, okay, well I got, we, 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 we've done a few things. 
we've got this this new constellation uh, power or celestial brush power. I was like, all right, it's now it's time to take on the boss. But now there's still a whole other half of the dungeon just to do. And I was like, man, that, because seriously, at this point, I was already probably about thirty to forty-five minutes in this dungeon. And I was like, this dungeon's actually kind of long, you know. And then they want you to go even more, which, granted, it's not as much. Once you get that power, you don't really have to go through much. But there is some more climbing you have to do. And um, there's a couple of parts where there's mushrooms where you have to make them grow uh, so you can make basically make platforms and grow, go even higher. So basically, the entrance... Well, there was a big, like, almost like a statue, but it's not really a statue. It's, like, made of organic material, I guess. Yeah. And the whole point is to get inside that thing. So you have to climb a bunch of times and using the, the new power that you got. Um, but uh, the, the, the power also allows you to create hooks, basically, uh, like a... Bungee cords, obviously, um, but there are certain things that have hooks on them. You can connect the floating lily pad things to make it basically pull something up. Right, and that's how you get in the very top of this statue. Yeah, you lift up the, the cap and you fall inside. Um, falling inside, you run into uh, a, a giant spider. <laughs> Yeah, the Spider Queen. The Spider Queen, and uh, your uh, your big boss fight. In fact, this is your this is in classic Zelda fashion. This is your first big boss fight that has a weak point or has a a, a way to defeat it that you have to repeat. And is it always based on the thing from that dungeon that you picked up? Usually, because, yes. Yeah, because in here. You need to use the the bungee cording ability to open her up. Yeah, that I mean that's totally Zelda. That's exactly what it is. Instead of using bungee cords in Zelda, you're using the hook shot, or you're using your bow and arrow, something like something you got in the dungeon. You now have to use uh, as kind of like a a boss puzzle. Yeah. So boss fights in Zelda are much like a puzzle. Where you have to figure out how to exploit the weakness, and this is no different. Um, this fight was actually pretty easy because uh, the the spider obviously has hooks on its back. You can't damage it any other way, and um, you connect the hooks to floating uh, lily pads, and uh, it flips the spider over. And then lets you wail on it. On the eyeballs that she somehow has inside her. Yeah. There's there's eyeballs on the back side of her. No, it's it's like a you peel away the 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 inside of her. It's so weird. It's like made out of it's like a plant, like a the the best thing I can I could probably uh, picture it to, and I'm 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 showing my, my geekiness, is a bulbasaur from Pokemon. <laughs> Where you peel away the flower on its back, and there's eyeballs inside there, and you have to wail on the eyeballs. Um, I think I went through this entire fight without even getting hit. Because it was like 
sometimes I noticed the pattern where it would attack in certain ways. So it would come charging at you or it would shoot web at you, something like that. But um, And then every once in a while it would stop doing something and it would give you enough time to, to do that. What I kept doing was, was just kept running in a circle around it and eventually yeah. got all the way around it to where I could just pause time, draw my lines, and start hitting it again. So there was no waiting for it to stop attacking. It was just like, screw you, I'm going to run around you. <laughs> yeah, I took the more slow approach and just kind of waited until she attacked and ran over to the side. And I probably got hit a couple times just because I... <laughs> Not every time that I tried to hook uh, Flower Blossom up to one of the hooks did it catch. Yeah. So I think I got hit once or twice while I was... Well, I was in a position where it should have connected and been done, and then I like paused because it didn't connect, mm. and then she just walked over and hit me. Yeah, that's like I said. I still think it's a little fidgety, but um. Yeah, I mean, it tries to help you a little bit with that by when you're on the uh, when you have the brush out. Yeah. The, the kind of the smoke at the tip of the brush turns green when you're on a part that you can connect. Yeah. But even then, you, your line still has to be decent also. <laughs> you can't draw some big old loopy line and try and connect them. It'll just fizzle. Yeah. So after beating the Spider Queen, she dies and opens up, and uh, the dog is inside of the, the spider. Undigested. Yes. Sleeping, no less. And uh, you have to howl to wake it up. And uh, when you do, you bring it back to the kid. The kid's all happy. Yay, yay, yay. Um, well, actually, he's sad. And then you have to cheer him, or instant cheers him up. Saying that, oh, the dog uh, is trying to protect you. It, you know, it, it, mindless, like, stuff, dialogue that didn't really need to be there. Yeah, it's like, here's here's an emotional section where we're just trying to give you some, not really background on them, but we're just trying to flesh out these characters. Like, oh, he was sad and the the dog stayed in the dungeon to show that even a dog can do that so that, I, I don't know, so that he won't feel... As terrible about himself, yeah. I, I didn't really. I don't know. It was, it was unnecessary, like you say. <laughs> At this point, but then we find out one important thing: <clears throat> this kid was is actually like a carpenter, and he was tasked by his father to go rebuild uh, the bridge that you need to cross to get to Taka Pass. Or Take Pass, Taka Pass, whatever. <laughs> Taka Pass. I'm calling it Taka Pass. That's what I called it. And, um. Take f- sounds too much like Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. We go, we go to where the, the bridge is supposed to be. Obviously, the bridge is not there. In fact, there is like a. Almost like white water rapids. Yeah, it's a pretty intense river. Yeah flowing so there's no way you could ever cross that and so um before he would get started on the um on the bridge 
here comes our good old pal, the heroic. What's his name? Sosuke? Snowsuke? Susano? Susano. I was saying Sosuke. Who the fuck am I thinking? (laughs) Susano shows up riding a log. Um. Trying to cross the uh, the river that way. Unfortunately, the the water is too too violent for him. And uh, you, Issen, and the boy get caught on the log as it's going down the river. And we cut to another little kind of quick time event where you have to basically make the log stop by connecting more pads. To bungee cords and then making it stop before going over a waterfall, I guess. Yeah. And then slinging it back in place. And oh, look, you just made a bridge with a big log. Yeah. And then he runs off saying he's going to save the world. Those uh, those blossoms go by pretty quick. Yeah, that took and a while. I, yeah. I started to get nervous because I think I only ended it with about 10 seconds left. <laughs> Out of the three minutes that they give you total to to line up all six of these vines at the at the close to the end where only had like one or two hooks left, I just started like just rapidly tapping the the draw button oh, just to, until you happen to catch one. Yeah, just pause time, pause time, pause time, and out oh, there's one. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> so um, you make a bridge, you cross over to the Taka Pass. Uh, Taka Pass is is pretty pretty large. It's, it's I I would say it's bigger than the uh, the field, the, the first area. Or, you know the first. Yeah, open. I'd say it's similar size. Do you think it was bigger? I want to say it was bigger. It seemed Inc- like it was, including all the offshoot areas, or no? Eh, no, probably not as big as if, as far as like going down to like the bomb maker and stuff like that. Uh, I, I don't think it's it's as big that way, but um, it's still fairly large, and uh, yeah, it's pretty big. It's uh, it's also cursed as well, so we have to go um, find another um, cherry blossom. Doesn't take very too long because you can't really go anywhere. Yeah, once again, you're kind of tracked to. Only being able to go basically to the tree. Yeah. Doesn't take very long. Open it up. And, um... You, uh, you find, uh... You run into Waka again. Uh, he wants to, uh, fight you again. And, um, yeah. Same fight. Yeah, same fight, same strategy. Yeah. A little more random gibberish that he spews. Yeah. Um, he finds out that, uh, or we, we find out that there is a, um, which he, he watched. We find out he watched us while we fought the uh, the Spider Queen. And they're like, um, well, what the fuck? Why didn't you help us? Kind of <laughs> deal. Um, and he, but he also mentions that he's looking for a way to break the curse that is on the um, at the water the, the, the water cave where yeah the moon shrine the I moon think. shrine there you go it's it's underwater um, there's there's a uh, a big cursed wall that we can't pass and uh, he says that there is an item 
at the Gale Shrine that uh, he's wanting to get so he can break the curse. Don't know why he wants to go into the Moon Shrine, but he does. Yeah, at this point, yeah, it might be good, might be bad. Yeah. His intentions, but... So, uh, he runs off. Um, this field, or not field, but the, the Taka Pass is... It's got a lot of stuff in it. So there's a bunch of, like, um, moles that you can run into that you have to do, like, a quick little mini-game, which is fucking annoying. Yeah, that's a game where I just ran around in circles until... Uh, until the the leader popped up right next to me, and then I attacked him. Yeah, see, that was the problem. Like, it's, he'd always disappear right before I was about to hit him. <laughs> and so, um, but you don't really get anything from it. You get like a you, you get like a side quest item that you can complete. You get another weird little emotional story. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> He says he's that, lonely, and the only reason he attacks people is because he's so alone. Yeah. And he wants people to visit him. <laughs> Don't get it. Maybe it's maybe it's actually based on a story. Like, you know... Yeah, a, a I know all the, all the gods are. You're right. Maybe maybe, there's maybe, a, maybe that's an inside joke that I just don't get. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, it, there totally could be a an old Japanese story of... Of the mole who was lonely and stole things from people. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. So, um, there's that. There's also this strange home down in like a canyon little area. Oh, yeah, the cutters. And uh, there's a woman there who, whenever you first enter, says that she's going to eat you. <laughs> and begins chasing you with a gigantic knife. And uh, you can't kill her. I've tried headbutting her millions of times. Couldn't figure it out. And every time you go there, it's like a like eerie music starts playing, and everything kind of turns. The sky turns dark purple. Yeah, it's weird. It's like you know they summon the Dragon Balls or some shit. Yeah, as soon as I walked in there and I saw the sky and the music change, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna deal with this right now. Um. And uh, I never actually investigated that until later on. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, I know I ran into the area again because I was just jumping around because I jumped off the ledge <laughs> into the canyon and then the guy was there and he started chasing me. I was like, great. So, um, can't go, couldn't do anything there. I was like, well, there's something obviously up there and I, I, I need to go At there. At some point, we'll have to come here. Yeah. So, um, we go up to Taka Pass. Um, and, there's there's two areas that we can actually go to. There's one um, that you basically get stopped. It's it's uh it's like a little shrine. It's not really a shrine. It's um what's it called? Crap. Uh, the Sasa Sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, I ran into that place first, and there's some bird guards there saying you can't come in here because uh. The, the the king of the of this place, his daughter was kidnapped, and he doesn't feel like letting anybody in. So I was thinking, well, I guess we're gonna have to go save her. Yep. So uh, I didn't know when. I was like, okay, well, obviously this must be later on, you know. Um, and then they do mention it's like, hey, go, we should go check out that windmill. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck this windmill is. I didn't know how to get there. I was like, okay. So I finally just started running into tr- on trails until I finally ran into 
the the village, uh, which is the Kusa village. Um, the Kusa village is, is the next kind of like safe spot, I guess you'd say. Yeah, if you consider it a hub off of Taka Pass, it's it's bigger than a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Um, it's um, it's kind of like a uh, it's it's almost like on the side of a mountain. Yeah, where wind is it's known for its wind, windy area. Um, unfortunately, the wind stopped blowing because this place is cursed as well. So <laughs> we have to break the curse. But there's an interesting way to break the curse with this town. You don't really have to uh, find the um, a tree in this area, do we? Uh, I don't think there's a tree. No, it's it. You lift the curse by doing something. Maybe uh, talking to the priestess. Maybe I'm crazy. I can't remember. Hmm. Damn it! Now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, what the heck happened here? Oh crap! This is bad. Well, anyway, so I'm just going to say the place is cursed. Um, the, you know, everybody is kind of sad you know, that the uh, they're not turned to stone, but uh, everybody's sad that um, the the wind has stopped blowing and uh, everything's kind of just turned gray and stuff like that. The water stopped flowing and stuff like that. Um. Is it a princess or is it a priestess? I thought it was a priestess. She's a princess. A princess Fuse. Okay. Or Fuse. I don't know. Fuse. Fuse. Hey, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> um, I'll, I remember now. So we run up to this kind of like a, a temple. See the princess there. And she is possessed by uh, some demons. These demons, which one, which ones are these? I can't remember which ones these are. I want to say these are the ones where we have to. It's not the plant ones. Oh, it's the ones with the uh, the flying kite kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they come out of her, and uh, we have to fight them. When we kill them, that's when we lift the curse off the village. Yeah, so it's not something that you actually do. It's just the result of a fight that. Yeah. Knocks the possession out of her. Yeah. So, um, she she mentions to us, and I do have to mention this because this kind of got on my nerves. Um, she she thanks you for your help, and um, that I thought that was all she had to say. So I kept running around, and I ran around, and I, I explored, and I found a few things, found some treasures and stuff like that. But I also ran into these dogs. That were all over the place. Like a bunch of dogs. Everywhere. And I was like, well, what the fuck are these dogs? Because you go talk to them and they tell you to go away. And that's all they say. And I was like, well, what, what the fuck am I doing wrong here? And so I, I eventually got sick of running around for like 45 minutes. And looked at the fact and they said, oh, she's supposed to give you something. I was like, well, she didn't give me anything whenever I was talking to her. No, you have to keep talking to her. You have to talk to her three times. Yeah. There's a lot of people in this game that you don't get all the information out of unless you talk to them three times. Yeah. 
And I don't understand why they don't just include that as three parts of one discussion. That's the thing that I said. I was like, what the fuck? Because I just wasted 45 minutes of my fucking time running around this village, not knowing where to go because this village is pretty damn big. You know, yeah. running into these damn dogs, which I know have something to do with a puzzle that I'm, I'm trying to figure out. And I can't, I, I, could, I couldn't for the life of me figure this shit out. So, and it, it, it kind of pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, I have that same problem, not here, but later on. But, um, so we talk to, I run back to her and talk to her and she's, she gives us this little, uh, tag or like a, a sensor that's the canine tracker the canine tracker um which uh basically it, it searches for the canine warriors um apparently there's five in the village that we have to find uh, and bring them back to her so we go around the village use the little canine tracker which is not very accurate yeah it's surprisingly inaccurate so, um, but luckily, since I had explored the entire fucking village trying to figure out what to do next, I knew where all those canine warriors were. So uh, we go to them one by one, and uh, they don't come with you willingly. They're hungry first. So you have to feed them meat. They only eat meat. Do they eat fish, too? I wonder if they eat fish. Yeah, I never fed them a fish. Yeah, I didn't either. So um, I had to go back in and buy some more meat. Um, and, uh, yeah, feed them. They go back to, uh, Fuse or Fuse, however you want to call her. And, um, return to her. She says, well, these are all five in the village, but there's three more. They're not in the village. And I'll mark them on your map. Great. Yeah. Great. This is where I got stuck. This is where I got kind of just like, fucking A, seriously? Uh, I mean, that's that's what I was saying. I was like, man, I gotta leave this fucking village, you know, and go and go backtrack to other places and stuff like that. So, so how, how did you get confused? I got confused because she says, "Here is the position of the other three. Go get them." In no way does that imply that there is an order that you have to take. <laughs> this, so is this is true. I went true. to the first one, which is in that. Sparrow Village couldn't get in to the Sparrow Inn so I said alright I'll deal with this one later move on to the second one the second one is back in the Agata Forest so you (laughs) I wander around there I'm like I pull up the map I am directly on this spot where I'm supposed to be yep absolutely nothing's happening Mm -hmm. so I spent a long time wandering around the forest trying to figure out what I had to do to trigger this but it turns to, out yeah. that the thing I needed was the thing that you get from doing the first one, which it never tells you that that's the first one. Yeah. So that, I, th- I just thought that was horrible to say, here, go do these three things and then force an order on you and not tell you there's an order. But uh, I had the same problem, but luckily I just went to the forest first. Because at that at that point you got um the uh what's it called the mermaid to- tokens or the mermaid coins. I don't think you get those until you do the f- you get the first dog. 
You sure? I think it's in that, that section. Huh. Okay. Well, I remember warping to one and couldn't do it. Because that's the one that has all the water things. Is once you're in the the Sasa Hot Springs and and you know there's those there's those bamboo shoots that you have to lever around. Oh yeah. Okay. And that's all part of getting to the first dog. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's the stuff that you need to get to to progress to the other two dogs, but fuck if they tell you that. Yeah, so so what we had to figure out is that th- there kinda is an order to this. Mainly because I mean I can, you can go to you can solve the whole rescuing the daughter thing. Um, mainly because you have to go back to that house where the, the old woman and the old man are trying to kill you. You have to go at night and you climb up on the roof of the house and you notice that you can put a bomb there and fall into the house after exploding the, a hole in the ceiling. And you fall in and you realize that the, uh, the old man and the woman are actually evil shadows that you have to fight. Kill them and uh, notice that she, the, the princess or whatever she is, is um, actually the, being, kid, being kidnapped by them. So she takes you back home. Takes you back home. King sees you saved her and says, come on in. So you go inside the hotel area. And... Um, is it, this is the first canine, right? This is yeah. This is the area leading to the first one. Yeah, I can't remember what the last one was. That was my problem. The I last think. one is just the one that's sitting in the original village. Yeah, I, w- I wonder if we could do that first. You might be able to do that one first. Yeah. See, that's the because thing. there's no. The only block to that is that you have to do the turnip game. Oh, you have to do that. You have to do that because I didn't do that, and I just walked up to the dog and nipped at him a couple times and talked to the boy, and nothing happened. And basically, he hinted that they will wouldn't talk to me unless I could prove that I could beat the uh, beat that dog at the at the turnip game. Gotcha. See, I'd already done that. This first thing I did. You know, whenever I started the game, so I'd already had that done. So I had to do that real quick, and then that dog was pretty quick to transition over. Yeah. So the um. So back to where we were, we rescued the little sparrow princess. Um, you're able to freely go to the hotel. You run into the uh, the hot springs there. Uh, the water has basically all dried up. Didn't know where it went. There was a bird trying to kill himself with fire. Yeah. I thought that bird was pretty funny, actually. I, I did, too. <laughs> um, and uh, you run into uh, the old man from the uh, the first vill- the, the second village. Excuse me. Uh, he is a... Uh, he uses bamboo to make um, certain things. What, I mean, it, what, what was he actually a maker of? Yeah, I don't know if they actually said it. I just assumed baskets and stuff. Yeah, he he, he, he makes things out of bamboo. That's his thing. 
And uh, he says, hey, I can actually fix this uh, problem of yours. I can tell you exactly how to get water because this bamboo on my back is kind of like a, <laughs> a dowsing rod. The dowsing rod, yeah, a dowsing rod. He says, just uh, uh, and so you have to do kind of like a, it's like a mini game a little bit where um, it's side scrolling, almost like Dig Dug. Yeah. Where you have to dig in certain blocks and uh, follow the directions to where you can get water. And uh, it didn't take too long and it wasn't too difficult at all. And No, except the old guy kept getting stuck in the, the, the blocks that had water in them already. Yeah. So you'd fall into them and then flounder around for a minute. But, um, Meanwhile, seconds are ticking off the clock. <laughs> yeah. So, um, bring the hot springs back. The uh, the bird stopped trying to kill himself. And we get a new constellation. New constellation is, um, Water Spurt, I think is what it is. Yeah, Water Spout. Spout. Um, basically, you can draw a line from any body of water to anything else, and it will basically squirt water wherever you want it to go. And this allows us to solve a puzzle that will allow us to open a door that goes to like a, a, a large courtyard area where we meet the first canine. Uh, so this is like a two-part power though, right? Because it also lets you make the uh, the vertical water spout. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In addition to moving water around as you need it. Yeah. I have yet to use the water spouts. Yeah. Not other than right there. When you test. Initially, yeah. When yeah. you test it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that's the only time I've ever used it. I think so to look at that. If you make a water spout and then swim into it, it w will it raise you up? Is that the I idea? I think so. I'm not too sure. That's a good question. I have no or idea. Do you need to jump into it or do you need to walk around to the top and like step on it as if it's a platform now? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, they w we automatically jumped on the one that we made, so yeah. I, I really have no clue. So, um, but yeah, we, uh, we get that new ability. We go up uh, a bunch of stairs. We enter this little courtroom area, courtyard area, excuse me. And, um, we meet the first dog. Uh, I should mention, uh, the dogs that we have to find, the three dogs, they challenge you to a fight. Along with the last one of the original five, right? Yeah, the last one of the original five challenges you as well. I think he was a hound. Yeah, so you got to fit four different dogs. Yeah. So, um, you have to fight this one and, um, to prove that you're worthy. Uh, you prove that you're worthy, and, um, he says he's not going back, but he gives you his little orb of power. So we take the orb of power. And we go to the second dog, which is the one at the forest. Uh, I'd already been there before. Uh, the boy wasn't there. The dog wasn't there. But the marker was telling me it was supposed to be there. But, um, yeah, we went back there. Uh, the boy, unfortunately, I think his dog got swallowed by a fish this time. Yep. 
<laughs> he still he still may have his key, but now he lost his dog. Yeah. So we have to go fishing again. We go fishing again. We find the dog. Dog says, "I will never abandon this boy." But here's my power. Gives you his power. And then we go back to the village, the first starting village. Well, there's a little bit of stuff that happens before that second dog, in that we have to fill up that sake barrel. Remember, we have to go up to the uh, like the mermaid spring, and then there's a, the sake maker from the first village. I thought that was. Is, that's. I thought that was after. That, the second dog. I'm pretty sure that's what we have to do in order to activate the canine tracker. Because, you know, it's it's not actually hovering around us as we're just walking through. That's true. Huh. So I, I think that we had to do that because now we have the water ability, the water movement ability. Yeah. Okay. From from the uh from the first dog area. Right, right, right. That alright. Yeah. So we run back into the sake lady. What was her name? I can't even remember what her name was. Cushy. 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 Okay. Um. She uh wants some more water for to make more sake. Sake, however you pronounce it. And um. So we help her out by uh doing the whole water line thing, filling up her gigantic fucking container. Yeah. Um, Sasano appears. Yeah, well, he appears after the the monsters appear or, or before. I can't remember. Uh, I think before, because he challenges them, but then gets really scared because a bunch of them come in. Yeah. So then we have to take him out. Like he, it's another one of those quick time things where he jumps up and slashes, and then we have to slash. Yeah. And um. And then he flees and doesn't help her uh, carry the gigantic barrel of water. Yeah, but there, but there is one other thing that we we totally forgot to mention. At the after that happens, he starts realizing that he is not doing these things. Yeah, and he says that he he thinks he's possessed by something. He's like, oh, oh it all started with that rock. And uh, the block, the first village. He's like, I think, yeah, I think I'm possessed. Uh, or does he think the sword is possessed? Either he thinks the sword's possessed or he thinks he's possessed. I can't really remember. Yeah. Because we also ran into him in the cursed village, uh, the the second cursed village. And he was, like, laying there asleep. But also, Issen mentioned something of him acting very strange. Yeah. So uh, the, they don't know what's up with him. And people comment on him having b- these bad dreams. Yeah. So, um, after saving her, we do the whole fishing thing with the boy. We get the second power orb, and then we um, go back to the main village. Well, we also get the the ability there because the the whole thing with with that in the forest basically is that they say that the moon is reflected in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So well. we get the power to change day into night, so we get the crescent. Yeah. Which luckily that's very forgiving because I didn't know what I had to draw. So basically I just draw an arrow pointing to the right and it counts as a crescent. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to draw like a banana, 
basically. And it wouldn't count that. Yeah. You just had to basically... I can't get the curve. I can't get the whole curve down, so... Yeah, it's just... You just gotta curve it, so... Um, yeah, well, I forgot about that power. We got that power because we released the moon from the fish. Yeah. Um, then it's back to Kamiki Village. Yes. Where we run into the first dog we ran into, the little yeah. boy's dog. Um, and he won't he won't talk to us until we change it to night. Yeah, so and for some reason. Turn up game. Yeah. See, I'd already done that, but so I just changed the day and the night. Talked to him. He gave me his orb. All right. And none of these dogs come back because they're all needed in their new life, basically. Yeah. So, what was it? He says he's not the real. Yeah, this dog wasn't the 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 first. Uh, the first dog. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, he, he, the, that one died and gave the power orb to him. Yeah, and he's just the same breed, so he, nobody noticed. I'm not sure that that matters. That means anything in the game, but. I don't think it does. Yeah, probably not. Because we come back and she's like, "Oh, they didn't come back, but oh, they're loved by people, and oh, that's okay, and we'll just uh, we'll take these orbs." Yeah. Shows so you we give her the orbs, and the orbs directly come back to us because they choose their master. You don't. So they choose us to be the master, and uh, they float around us. This basically unlocks. A door that goes into what they call the Gale Shrine. Which is what leads up to that giant windmill. Correct. Or is the windmill, I'm not sure. I think it is the windmill. Or it's like the tunnel going to the windmill. So, um... But there is one other thing to mention. There is a, uh... There's a ghost at the entrance of the Gale Shrine. And, uh... He's surprised that we can see him. (laughs) Uh, but, uh... He mentions that it's the place is being basically taken over by something called the Crimson Helm. Don't worry. Once again, Susano's there. Yeah. Couldn't get in. He's sleep slash meditating again. Yeah. And uh, having really, really bad dreams, and the, the ghost even picks up on it and starts telling you about it. So we enter the uh, the shrine after using the orbs. Um, and here's our second dungeon. Shorter than the first one. Much shorter. Yeah. Definitely shorter than the first one. I didn't even know that this would count as a dungeon. Uh, we still get a new power. We still take on a boss. Yeah. So, uh... And I guess you use that power on the boss. Yeah. Fits the criteria, I guess. Yeah, it's it's uh, a short Legend of Zelda dungeon. But it's, it's still... It still works. The power we learn here is uh, the the ability to basically blow the wind. Um, yeah, they call it gale storm. Is it gale storm? Yeah. So um, and it's pretty simple to make. Yeah, this one I actually have fun drawing. Yeah, it's just the L. It's just a little, a little flick of the the stick, and it it comes out looking like it should. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one I never had a problem with, though. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so, apparently I can't draw a straight line, but I can draw a cursive L. Yeah, I can't draw a line or a circle. Yeah. But I can draw this thing. So, um... 
Yeah, this is actually a very short one. It's like uh, you go through a few places, um, you get the constellation. When you come back, you can use the 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 ability on a couple of uh, windmill small windmills that make a platform move shift uh, across the platform, and uh, you, you a couple of puzzles like there's this one large hallway where you have to jump up onto like the I guess the scaffolding. Yeah, there's some beams. Yeah, and. Um, Make the wind blow so it will make these cloth tarps come up. And apparently they're strong enough to hold a wolf. So yeah, you, it must be a hell of a wind. Yeah. So uh, you uh, jump on that. And then you, you basically just... Um, there, there's there's one thing... like before to, to get to the constellation first, there's a little bit of a puzzle. You have to draw uh, a couple of bombs and uh, get a key to... In a tower, it's a three-story tower kind of thing. Um, but that's pretty much it. After yeah. after going through all through that, I mean, you're at the boss fight, and uh, the boss fight is a uh, is the Crimson Helm, which is basically a a gigantic warthog, not warthog, I guess what you call it. Uh, I thought it was kind of like a centaur almost. He looked like a horse body. Yeah. Cow body, maybe? That's true. Maybe a bull. Almost like a bull. Yeah, maybe a bull. But um, it's basically this gigantic skeleton that has plate armor on. And is on fire. And is on fire at times. So, um... This fight was really easy to me. I thought it was really easy, but since we had those eight orbs basically acting as eight hit points that you can take, yeah, that you yeah. can absorb. I just sat in front of him and started attacking him and didn't use any strategy, per se. And I got all my damage in, but he kept hitting me with his spout of flame and other various attacks. Yeah, so, so I didn't find him to be hard, but I also wasn't doing anything very elegant to defeat him. Yeah, you, you had to hit him multiple times. To knock his armor off. When you do that, you expose his skeleton, but the skeleton is on fire. So you have to blow wind in order to get the fire off. Then you can damage him. And I think uh, for any kids listening, you probably shouldn't try and put out a fire by blowing on it or <laughs> fanning it in any way. Yeah, that's that, the opposite thing you should do to a fire. You should probably use the water spout ability. That's uh, what blew my mind. Because I got the water spout ability, and I was like, cool, I can go open these chests that have been on fire this entire right. time. And it did absolutely nothing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and then I get the wind ability and says, oh, you can blow out the fires that way. I'm like, well, why can't I throw fucking water on it? I think the water does work. I don't know, dude. I tried on multiple ones. Because I tried, I did water on a couple, and it put them out. I think it was the ones by the fortune teller. That's the ones I tried to do. And it would not allow me to do them. I'm like, seriously? Mm. I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I guess I'll have to try that on the next one, on the next try. Yeah, I would try that again because it, it works for me first try on them. Hmm. But yeah, so we we fight the, the, the Crimson Helm. 
we defeat him. And uh, he he backs up, he backs away, and summons like these, almost like a, it looks like a hydra almost. It's it's a, it's a bunch of like uh, snake heads that come up out of the ground. Well, before that, isn't it? Susano comes in and again takes credit for beating him, and then it's. I think he comes in whenever the serpents come up out of the ground. Oh, because I thought they came out sort of in relation to him. I thought this was after the Crimson Helm was dead and gone and not a consideration anymore. Then Susano comes in, and then the serpent thing comes in, and it looks at him, but it doesn't attack him. And there was some weirdness there, and he talks about how it might have been his ancestor or something to do with his ancestor. Yeah, I can't really remember. I know there's a quick time event to take out like these golden serpents that are coming up out of the um, out of the ground. Uh, messed up on those pretty pretty fairly. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I did. It was always the third one that got me. I don't know what it was. I kept messing it up or something like that. I was like, do I have to slash down or to slash side? It's always to the side. Couldn't figure it out. Yeah, again, I don't think you can slash up and down. I don't think it'll register it. I don't think you can either. So I, that kind of blew me away. But um, so so the 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 big reveal is that after the fight's over with, couldn't find out he actually was possessed. Yeah, because this it, this other serpent looking thing that's made entirely out of shadow basically comes out of him right and kind of stares at him freaks him the hell out to where he runs away and um it disappears too doesn't really pay attention much to uh Isen and Amaterasu um and um then the, 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 the serpent was it the serpent gem or something like that? The the thing we were coming after? Yeah, the serpent crystal. Is it the serpent crystal? I think so. It's there on a, a little pedestal. Ready to be grabbed, except Oh no. Yeah, not by us. <laughs> not by us. That sneaky fucking bastard <laughs> comes in, steals our fucking you know, we worked our asses off for. So, um, yeah, uh, we have to now go back to the uh, the 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 moon. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Waka comes in, steals it, and says that he's gonna go lift the curse on the moon shrine. Yeah. And we need to go stop him. Yeah. But um, Isen says, ah, we better not rush into that. Because uh, we uh, we kind of want to know what we're dealing with first, and he says we need to go, you know, ask around about what exactly is in that shrine. And uh, he says, "Oh, I know. We can go to the festival because it's going to be fun." Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the end of the world. We're going to the festival. And also, Isen has some very odd sexual uh, hints or. At one point, he's like, oh, maybe if I get Sakuya drunk, who knows what'll happen. Yeah. He does like jumping into her cleavage. 
Yeah. So, um, we, tra- we travel back. Oh, we also get a new weapon that I didn't get to try out. Oh, yeah. I haven't done anything with it yet. Yeah. Um, in fact, the, I don't really do much with weapons in this game. I bought the the uh, the blue reflector from the merchant. It was a little expensive, but it's pretty powerful. Uh, and I upgraded it with some gold dust, I think. Oh, interesting. And uh, that's the and it, it that's the, you can only upgrade it once, but uh, it's, as far as I can tell, that's the strongest thing I've got right now. So. But um, yeah, and we uh, that's that's basically as far as we got. That's I, I left the shrine, went back to the village. Um, at that point, well, there's this, there's a thing. Whenever we leave the shrine, we run into the ghost again, and he thanks you for finally lifting the curse, and uh, now he can rest easy. Kind of how he was the husband of uh, the princess. Um, Fuse, yeah, and uh, he he floats off into the afterlife, and um, she says she's gonna stay here and protect the shrine with her little canine friends, and uh, you guys have a good day. Thanks for help. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so that's when we decide we're gonna go back to the uh, the first village and say, um, hey, there's a festival gonna be coming pretty soon. Uh, Let's go attend it. And that's pretty much it. I, I went to the save point and saved. That, like, what we've just talked about was probably four to five hours of this game. For me, at least. Yeah. That was here. that was a that was a pretty big chunk of game. And I don't know, would you think we're halfway through this game by now? I want to say we're still less than half. You think so? Yeah. I would say 40% would be my guess. Hmm. Damn. I didn't think it was just going to be this long. Well, it, it it doesn't really seem like it should be, but it takes a lot of time to do some of these things. And I, I need to actually start using the warping ability, too, because now we can use these mermaid pools. Yeah. To warp around because it, it's taken me a while now to get from Kusa Village to Kamiki Village. Yeah, that's a long trek. It is. I bought like four of those coins. I've already used them a couple of times. Uh, I haven't used them yet at all. But yeah, they, they. I mean, they do help out as far as fast travel and stuff goes. So I don't know. I think I think um, we're 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 getting pretty good. As far as like you know, trekking through it though, but I mean, I, I, I mean, from way it's looking right now, like how many hours are you in right now? Uh, about ten. Ten. That's it's around where I'm at, maybe eleven. Yeah, um, maybe eleven. And um, this is looking to be probably about a twenty to twenty-five hour game. It seems story-wise like we should be almost dead. We're gonna go to this fe- or done. I mean. We're going to go to this festival and then go to the moon cave and stop the Orokai. Yeah. But I'm sure there will be more complications. Uh, of course there will be. And I'm pretty sure it has something to do with Waka. 
So we shall see, though. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's where we live. That's where we'll leave off for now. Um, but um, we'll try our best to to be back next week. Um, to uh, to so see. So we're gonna do this in four in four then. Four it, parts? it looks like we're gonna have to do it in four parts. Unfortunately. <laughs> Is that all right? Yeah, I, I I think that seems the most reasonable. Yeah. Because I mean, if not, we're gonna be basically doing what we did in two parts in 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 one part. Yeah. And that's gonna be kind of rough. But um, that's <laughs> unless I mean I, I mean I can probably try and swing it, but <laughs> I don't know if I can. Yeah, if it wasn't for Thanksgiving and I'm gonna be gone for a few days. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for that, and if I or if I was here and I had a couple of days off, I'd I'd sit down and, and try and pound out ten or twelve hours in a day. But I mean, if need be, we can always take a week to to meditate. If need be, I mean, it's yeah. you know, I mean, this is our show. Damn it, <laughs> we we can do what we want to with it. Yeah, I'd say the way it is now, though, two two more recordings would, would cover it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, obviously, we're not going to record on Thanksgiving or any time before or after that, probably. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, I'm actually enjoying the game. I really, I really am. It's it's one of those formulas that is, is kind of classic because I'm totally familiar with it with Legend of Zelda, and mm-hmm. uh, it it. It, it's it's fun to, to to play a game like that because you know the truth be told, not many games actually recreate that formula for some reason. Last one that did it for me was Darksiders. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot, always a lot of talk about Darksiders using that formula, but yeah, and uh, it's been a while since I played Darksiders, you know, proper. So it's and it's something that you don't see much, to be honest with you. And I, it's it feels kind of refreshing. I mean, granted, this game is a little old. Was it about six years was, old now? Yeah, I was six. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the HD. Damn, this game looks beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. This this game looks fucking amazing, especially in the the high definition thing. I cannot stress enough to anybody out there that is listening to this. Seriously, consider buying Okami on the PS3. Yeah, I own Okami for the PS2, and I rebought it because it it looks so good. It looks it looks really really good. This is the best HD remake I've seen. But yeah, um, I'm 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 really enjoying it right now. I think I'm trying to imagine if I had as far as the game the 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 Phoenix Down stuff. This is probably my favorite so far. I mean, I've had a lot of fun, you know, with Halo and and Amnesia and stuff like that. But this is this is the one where I'm like, I'm not having a bad time with it. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was down points in Halo, and there was down points in in Amnesia, and there's a few down points in in Okami. But for the most part, it's a fun little adventure game. Yeah, if it was. <laughs> If they just did a better job of not letting me get lost. Yeah. 
why the fuck can't that arrow pop up that we got at the beginning of the game? Yeah. You know, it's, after it after ten minute after ten minutes of of the game noticing, <laughs> hey, you've been wandering around. How about we just show you where to go? Yeah. You know. It still irks me that they can say go do these three things and not tell you there's an order and then have it be absolutely 100% mandatory. <laughs> it got it kind of got to me too, but I was like whatever. I was like just I I know what to do now. Luckily there's a fact out. That's the great thing about these older games. Somebody has already beaten it and somebody has already wrote a fact about it. Yeah. So I just, you know, if when all else fails, I go to the fact. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. We're gonna leave you with that. Um, uh, if you would, if you if you like us, if you hate us, give us an iTunes review. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we don't have any new ones, but if you do give us one, we will read it on the air. I guarantee it. Um, as well as emails, you can send me an email uh, at frustrated fury at ztgamedomain.com. Uh, you can tweet to us, follow us on Twitter. It's uh, DML Fury, and Matt's is at REMGS. Uh, we, I'm on there a lot, so I love talking about video games and, and geeky stuff and football and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so if you want to talk to me, you can definitely feel free. Um, but I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, we're going to try our best to be back in a short period of time since it is Thanksgiving. We may miss a week, but I'm sure you guys wouldn't mind because you're still stuffed with with turkey and, and Black Friday deals and all sorts of stuff. So um, I'm sure you won't miss us for a week, and that way we can get into a good chunk of Okami, and uh, we'll come back and talk about it some more. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um Definitely get in contact with us if you'd like. Suggest games to us. We definitely appreciate it. But uh, anyway, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And we're out of here. We'll catch you guys a little later with uh, the next part of Okami. <laughs>